Be free, it's the Bcast with Amber Miller, Sarah Godey, and Monica Steely. For more resources and information related to today's episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. Hello and welcome to the Bcast. My name is Amber Miller, and I'm here with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey. And we are um, on week two of our series, Be Transformed and Fly. Last week we covered birthing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monica, give us just a quick synopsis of what birthing is if someone missed last week. Birthing is when God gives you a dream or vision or calling um, or promise for your life. It's just a new thing. Like, I'm doing a new thing. It's the new thing that he is doing. Yes. And yep. um, we established last week that God will not give you a vision for something that he is not going to birth, right? Yeah. He, he did, will not birth anything new without bringing, li- intending to bring, bring life, life to it. Yeah. Absolutely. We just have to try not to kill it first. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the truth. So the go problem. listen to last week. Squash, squash. So there's last week. That's what yeah. you missed. Okay. So this week we are moving on to the second phase, which is crawling. Ooh, crawling. And it's um, just as fun as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know, it, that's one thing that's so great about it because I think that the words really do reflect the way that you feel yes. in yeah. those moments. That's so true. Because that's when you picture crawling, like I picture like nails in the ground, like, you know, like literally Army crawling yourself yeah. through. And that's so what it feels like mm-hmm. when you're in the crawling phase. It is mm-hmm. what it feels like. Yeah. And um, I saw a picture on you know, when I was looking up all these different butterfly terminologies, <laughs> like, I'd never known so much about butterflies before. But um, there was this one really beautiful picture of a butterfly, like, in the sky, and you could see the sun behind it. It was just, like, a oh. really stunning picture. And I had this thought, um, I wonder how many caterpillars, while they're crawling around on their leaves, look up at the sky at a butterfly and think, why can't I have that life? Not knowing the painful transformation that took place to make mm-hmm. that creature fly. Wow, I yeah. love that because yeah. when we talked about, when I was preparing for cocooning, thinking about crawling, that's exactly what I um, thought of, right? Yeah. It's like how many times when you're crawling, you're always looking at what everybody else has and thinks it's so much better for everybody mm-hmm. else. Well, and you know, you know who I thought of when I was reading about crawling was um, Christine Kane. Mm-hmm. Yes, I heard her speak one time. We've talked about this a little bit. Yeah, with her. Um, with actually, this whole series um, has a lot to do with what we talked about that one time with her. And um, but she said one time, like how people, you know, she's heard people now that she's gotten more you know, bigger reputation and stuff saying like, I want to be like Christine Kane. Like Mm -hmm. how do I become the next Christine Kane or things like that? And she's like, you know, I was abused as a child. That's right. You know, she went through all of this stuff that she went through, these really hard things that ended up making her who she is today. Uh Everybody has a backstory. Yeah. And she's like, that's how you get to be Christine Kane is that you, you know, go through all of this stuff. That's right. And so I think about that too with the butterflies. Like we kind of look at these people that are flying, but we don't take into consideration all of the that's right. crawling right. and cocooning that they've done before they got there. I think sometimes we think that God took a magic wand to those people and just went, poof, mm-hmm. they're great. And that's We so not do, true. yeah. We just see them where they are now and think that they've always been that yeah. way. Yeah, and you know, and I think of Satan in the garden and how he enticed Eve 
with the apple about being as great and knowing as much as God, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, and he's like, come on, if you'll just eat that apple. How many times do we eat the apple because we want to be as great yeah. as someone else? And we think we know how they got there. Exactly. Right. And we so don't. Right, exactly. They were on their own journey of transformation and metamorphosis, and we all are on our own journey of metamorphosis. And it's really unfair to think that someone has a better life than you um, and that it was easy for them because Mm -hmm. we don't know people's backstories. We don't know what their determination was. And some people wear their stories out in front more than others. Some keep it to themselves. Some Mm -hmm. tell it. And I think we have to be very mindful of that, that Mm -hmm. it can be hurtful to other people when you're just... Taking away the pain and the sting yeah. of their crawling and their cocooning just because we see they're flying yeah. and we're envious of that. Well, and I think by the time we get done with this series, we'll be able to recognize the fact that they can't fly without having gone through exactly. this. That's right. So once you've kind of grasp this message and you see people that are flying yep. you just know i know that you've crawled i know that you've cocooned right so i don't have to know what that looked like right but i can trust that it happened because yeah. it happened to everybody since the beginning exactly. of time that's right that's how this works and that's mm-hmm. yeah exactly what we want you to get out of this so before we get into exactly what crawling looks like um i want to preface this by saying that the content that we're going to talk about today is monica steely's content she yes. has been researching this for how many years I don't know, eight Like eight years. So um, this 25-minute podcast is not going to do it justice. I just want to make that clear. Very you can buy her book someday. That's going to be amazing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and let me also preface this with, I am not a butterfly expert, and I have not become a scientist. So there are lots of things about a butterfly's life that could apply, but I'm just not getting into all of that. Right, like I'm right, more right. interested in the thematic Christian yes. spiritual part more than like the intricacies of uh, what happens sure. at every particular moment. You don't want the butterfly scientist and experts you. to be calling yeah. you. Maybe when the book is coming out, I can Get have right you know right. a few yeah. forewords from some doctor, somebody, sure. somewhere. That but that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna you're, people are gonna know stuff about butterflies that I don't, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> good to know. We'll keep that. We'll make that publicly known. Yeah. Don't message Monica about butterflies. That's awesome. Did you know? Okay, so um, the mama butterfly is incredibly intentional about where she lays her eggs. So the um, the the eggs stay on the leaf that they're on, yes. right? Like they hatch on the leaf that they're yes. on, and then once they're hatched and they're little baby caterpillars on mm-hmm. the leaf, their number one job is to what? Eat. Eat. Exactly where they are. Which doesn't sound that bad, exactly. actually. That makes me want to crawl for <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> so they don't have to go find their food. They've yeah. been yeah. laid right there where their food source is. That's yes. the point, yeah, is that they eat where they are. The best mm. food for it to have is exactly where they are. So Monica, I've heard Monica say this, Don't they don't go looking for the leaf next door or the one down the street. They start with the one <laughs> right there. Yeah, That's they're not really looking cool. over the fence going, I want that leaf. And over the, like the, across the street, leaf. that leaf looks so much better. I want that one. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, they just Greener. eat exactly where they are. No, baby, the grass is green where you water, where you water it. it. How about Christine Kane? I know. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, baby. Awesome. Shout out. <laughs> Um, and so what, once the caterpillars are on their leaf and they're eating, they grow incredibly fast, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they actually grow faster than their skin yes. can keep up. They're not like us, like their skin doesn't stretch or anything. Right. So what happens to the caterpillar as they, you know, start growing? It's kind of like, you know, a snake or other, like they have to molt and shed its skin hmm. several times over wow. until it gets to the full grown caterpillar stage. So it will eat feast, 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 feast. 
shed and grow. Feast, 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 shed and grow. And that's wow. what this crawling stage is is all about. And so I think you're saying that we have to eat, 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 which I'm all game for. Yeah. But then we have <laughs> Daily sh- bread. Then Not necessarily <laughs> literal wonder bread. Yeah. Oh, dadgummit. Um, but then we have to shed and grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. So what does that look like as Christ followers for us to shed and grow? Well, I mean, it means that over and over again, we are going to have to get let go of our old wineskins and regenerate mm. new wineskins. Like it's the more that you know and learn about God, the more you realize you don't know. Right. And so you can't take in new information about God and grow in character without having to shed the old man yeah. to let the new one come forward. Well, we talk about that with be still be free. Oftentimes people choose not to change because change is hard. Right. It's not easy. And you do have to shed layers of old skin in order to really get to that new skin and to yeah. put on the image of Christ, to have it come in and through you. Right. Exactly. And so I think a lot of people choose to just say, I'm done, Yeah. wash their hands, and I don't want anything else to do with it yeah. because yeah. it is so painful. It, well, and, yeah. Do you, I mean, do either of you have an example of crawling in your own lives oh, that geez. you could, you know, it, demonstrate kind of what that looks like? Yes. Yeah, so like when I, I talked last week about how I went on that life-changing mission trip and I came back and God said, I'm doing a new thing. And so I'm like, Hey, yeah, let's get going. This is awesome. But I did not realize at the time because I didn't know this process that before he could do the new thing in me, there was so much old junk that I didn't even know existed yeah. in me. And so, um, part of it was my own willingness to participate and dive headfirst into a pit. Mm. Um, but in the process of being in the pit, it unearthed so much ugly that God had to rise to the surface and skim off before he could bring me into fulfillment of the new thing he was doing. And it was incredibly painful and incredibly eye-opening. And, um, like having that mirror held up to myself was very just disgusting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it was the worst crawling period I've ever gone through. And hopefully I have a better outlook about crawling so that when I go through it now, it's not as painful as that was. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I had to molten shed and molten shed and molten shed multiple times. How did how were you able to, um, you know, during this phase of crawling, you know, what what should your focus be as we're working on this, you know, getting through this phase? Well, the focus really is so like the crawling is when we feel like God the we just had the birthing phase. God, we feel like God has just you know given us this new big thing. And but when we're crawling, we feel like it, this promise has died. This vision, you know, that God has abandoned us. But really, what we need to be focusing on is what the caterpillar is focusing on. We mm. need to feast. We need yeah. to focus on the fact that we're growing and that's not going to take away a lot of the pain because crawling does just suck sometimes. Yeah. But if we change our mindset and flip flop our thinking to say, okay, this is really hard and this is really painful, but I am growing and yes, God is right. growing me just feast and grow and feast and grow. And, and focusing on that part will make it just a little bit easier to get through. When I think too, when you were talking about a time in your life, I can think of two ways of my crawling one where I had just kind of become very complacent in my life with Christ and and I wouldn't say that I was intentionally rebelling but I was not living a life um that really just super flowed Christ-likeness you know I was just went to church did that check you know tried to be a good wife check you know all the check check checks but um I you know I didn't I don't know I was just bellying through 
everything. And I was very unhappy. Like there was no joy in that. I knew there was no joy in that, but I was at this very discontent part. And I think there are people who are living in sin um, and choosing to just keep crawling because they don't ever want to come out of right. that sin. They don't mm-hmm. want to quit that, but they're unhappy and they don't know why they're unhappy and they're not fulfilled. And so you have to come to a point sometimes in life and say, am I changing? Am mm-hmm. I going through the stages? And if you're just still who you were and have always been and you're not ever morphing, then you might have to take a look and say, am I Am I chasing all the wrong leaves? Right. Yeah. You know, am right. I chasing all the wrong leaves? Right. Because the, the, the egg is birthed exactly where it's supposed to be. So right. God gives us that word exactly where we're supposed to be. But you just got to keep going about the business of mm-hmm. doing what's in front of you mm-hmm. instead of chasing down the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's sometimes where the, the hard part of crawling comes is mm-hmm. the I'm ready to move on. And yeah. God's saying, I'm not ready for you to move right. on. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that makes it so painful is that feeling of loss of the original vision. Mm -hmm. You know, as you're transforming that thing that initially gave you the hope in this whole process, that birthing, you don't really, you're not clinging to that anymore. You don't have that anymore as much. And and that's where your sticky statement from last... Last week actually comes in in Isaiah 66, 9, where it says, I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born. Mm-hmm. I love that mm, so that's much. Awesome. Like, yeah. That's scripture. That's straight from scripture. Yeah. And, um, you know, and thankfully God gives us these reminders through the crawling, you know, that he's not going to, not going to let us leave that, that original vision forever. Right. And I think, you know, I, I'm, I've never been pregnant or given childbirth obviously but um i would assume it's it's a really similar process when you're carrying a baby like yeah. you, you don't carry the baby for nine months thinking about the pain that you've got to experience you know yes. right. nine months from now right. you, you're thinking about the All new the life. life yeah you're focusing on the growth that's happening not the okay i'm gonna have this like 16 hour window mm-hmm. of extreme torture and 33. then you know, you don't spend all night. <laughs> did, you, did you say 33? I oh, said 16 because okay. a friend of mine just yeah. left me. But 33, whatever, 48. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's um, counting? Who's keeping count? But I think, you know, there are some people I would say probably don't even know what their vision is. They right. don't know what's been birthed in them. And that's what I love, again, about Be Still Be Free because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give the vision of the vision. Right. You know, that it's not so that you can feel like crap your whole life and trying to attain perfect status in all things that you do, right? Just get rid of that whole do, do, do thing and sit back into um, the idea of being and being transformed. Um, that's That's got to be that first and foremost vision. I mean, you can use it in anything because it could be like the vision, the birthing of a beast will be free. But when we're talking about some people who are like, well, I don't have a great vision. But you do have a great vision. You have a great vision to be in God. Right. You do. And and you might have a different skill set. Maybe you're not going to be Christine Kane. But you don't have to be Christine Kane because God didn't call you to be Christine Kane. He's not going to give life to that because that's not what he birthed in you. Right. What did he birth in you? Why Mm -hmm. are you crawling? And, you know, I was, I mean, seriously, I was laughing about the whole idea of food. But how many of us sit on a leaf or, you know, we've got a great garden vegetable salad in front of us but then there's the french fries and the milkshake and this is more satisfying and mm-hmm. you find yourself going for the things that are more satisfying which really are Temporary. empty calories Temporary, that's right yeah. and don't 
don't set you up for success. Yeah. So it's just just really cool stuff there. Yeah. Thinking about that. Tell us a little bit about the psalmist David. Mm. Oh, see, now David, okay, so here's here's my thing with David. If I would have been alive in his day, I so would have had a I'd crush on him so bad. <laughs> now, he was not someone that I would want to marry because he's way too emotional, but I so would have had a crush on him. <laughs> I don't know how much thought she's put into him. Well, I wouldn't want to marry him, but I definitely would have been alive. I so would have wanted him to be my David boyfriend. And I would have stayed up late at night having really deep I just would have loved him to like sing over me with his little harp and lyre and like say his beautiful words. He's so poetic and the way he writes just, I cannot wait to get to heaven. And, and like he's spend got that decades. tormented, you know, thing about him. Oh, he's, he's such a so like much. Luke like, from like, 90210. Yeah. He's such a Luke Perry. Yeah, <laughs> we just Dylan. dated ourselves. The original 90210. Yeah, Amber's like, 9021, what? <laughs> but David was a master of the crawling phase yes. because, you know, he was told by, like anointed by Samuel, you're going to be king. And then almost immediately he goes through a crawling phase of decades, right? Like literally like crawling through caves crawling. and yeah. deserts, and, and like getting like attacked, getting and, attacked and being chased down, and pretending right? to be insane, and his like, best friend dying, and mm-hmm. I mean, so the gamut, been stuff. through the gamut. Um, but he like just so had this beautiful way of crawling, going to God with his pain, mm-hmm. but then flipping his mindset to not mm-hmm. remain there. So That's like right. in Psalm That's seven so one through two. Um, he says, save me from those who are chasing me, rescue me or else they will tear me to pieces as the lion devours his prey. They will carry me off with no one to snatch me from their jaws. I mean, we've all felt like that Mm, at times, right? Um, but later after he says, you know, save me, they're going to eat me like a lion. He says, God is my defender. He rescues those who are pure Mm. at heart. Mm. So like he acknowledges his crawling face, but then turns it back to, okay, God, I'm trusting you because you gave me this word and you birthed this thing. And I'm just going to put my hope back in you. Um, and in Psalm 59, four, he says, I've done nothing wrong yet. They rush ahead to start the assault. I beg you to come help me come Mm. see for yourself. Yeah. But then later he says, but me, I will sing of your strength. I will awake with the sun to sing of your loving mercy because in my most troubled hour you defended me and you were my shelter so he just over and over and over again in psalms when you read his writings you will see him walking out his crawling but then saying okay i'm gonna feast on who you are and i'm gonna take the words that i know are from you and i'm gonna feast on that exactly where i am and that's what made him the man after god's own heart Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with what he did it was who he was Mm -hmm. his heart was in tune to god's heart so he just he's my like go-to hero superhero for the crawling phase and if whenever i am in a particularly painful season of crawling psalms are my go-to like with my pencil in my bible i am like underlining and writing notes and just that's what brings me hope and strength Mm -hmm. in crawling is going to david well and i love you've talked before about how like god could have instantly made david king like you know oh my gosh god's almighty powers like he could have totally just made it happen um but i you've said this and i think this is our sticky statement for crawling god was more concerned with his character with his character than his calling Mm, yes and it's the same for us he is always always more concerned with our character than our calling absolutely and that can it's so it, it should it shouldn't be but it's so revolutionary like the first time I heard you say that, for me, it was like doors opening wide open. That's so true. Which is really concerned more with our being than our doing. Yes, Absolutely. exactly, Absolutely. Because if God was more concerned about David doing kingship, mm-hmm. he would have just been king instantly. It really wasn't about but being But it was king. more about 
being a man after God's own heart than it was being king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's really cool. And just to, you know, Christine Kane again has yeah. talked about this. Um, yeah, she has. She, she talked about David um, in this same message that I'm referring to at Passion, I believe. And um, she talked about David, you know, being anointed but not appointed until years right. and years mm. later. And how, like, his anointing happened, but then there was 20-some-odd years yes. until he was appointed. Wow, that's And great. that's his yeah. crawling phase of 20-something years. Right. Like, knowing he needed to be king, that he was going to be king, but then 20 years yeah. of fighting to survive before yeah. that ever actually happened. And then he became king, and then he started birthing and crawling and cocooning mm-hmm. and flying all over all again. All over mm-hmm. again. All over Something again, like new. with the death of a son mm-hmm. and adultery and killing his best friend, one of his friends. And yep. the, I mean, just like we see his life, it was completely cyclical. Yep. We got to see two huge cycles of that. Yeah. Metamorphosis well, and there's and cycles and side cycles because I actually, without knowing we were going to talk about David here, that was one of the persons that I add to cocooning yeah. because I think we think of him as the anointing and then the appointing. Um, and then the appointing until his death. But really, like even the Bathsheba thing, right? He had to go through. He knew that God was going to take his son yeah. because of his sin. And so he had this crawling time of committing this adultery and murder and doing what he did. That That's the sin part, right? Because we're going to talk about how sometimes cocooning is a result yes. of sin. Yes. And then he had to cocoon and wait for the death, for the birth, and then the death of his son. I mean, imagine waiting, knowing that that's going to happen. I mean, he just had to wait. Mm-hmm. He had to literally be there and wait. And he didn't fly from that until he did take his son, and he was able to start the healing process right. and fly free from that sin that yeah. he had committed. Yeah, it's cocoons. It's cycles within cycles. It is. It really is. It's really cool. Yeah, I love what Monica says. God cannot bring fulfillment of His definition of the word birthed in us unless we have eaten and crawled and molted and grown mm-hmm. like it's absolutely necessary there mm-hmm. is no there's no getting around it like there's not anyone in scriptures that you can look at who somehow like got to skip this part of no, the journey absolutely and i just know you know i know that there's i know I, I, honestly someone particularly who's listening to this who has had a literal birthing like in her heart of wanting a child and is not able to do that right now. And, you know, like there's people who have this, they've had the vision, they mm-hmm. they know what God is going to be doing, but right now they're in this crawling phase. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. And it's so hard. And so, you know, what practical applications or advice would you give to our listeners who are right now, they're going through this crawling phase in their own lives? Well, I mean, obviously the first one, I mean, pray. <laughs> you you need to be able to pray your way through it, just like we see that David did. Um, you know, go to God with the pain and vocalize the pain to him and just tell him, this is how it feels. And just, mm-hmm. there's freedom in doing that. He can take it. He knows that we're going through it anyway. And a lot of times we, we say, okay, well, God knows how I feel. But to like literally sit down and journal it out to him or to get on right. your knees and out loud pray by yourself to him what, what you're feeling is such a, a release of like a physical release that you yeah. feel. Um, so that's the first thing. And the other thing, um, another thing is to be still because we just have to be able to stop striving in our crawling and we have to sink down, let go and relax into God. We will not survive the crawling phase if we do not know who God is, know what his character is, his virtues, his love for us. If we can't rely on that and fall back on that, yep. we will stay stuck in crawling and never 
never get past it. Mm. Well, and, you know, he says in, in Psalm, be still and know that I am God. And we were just talking about, um, you know, previously how you would, it was God cannot bring fulfillment of his definition of the word birth in us unless we have eaten and crawled and molted and grown. But that's the not putting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. And we are so often trying to put the, the, the doing all these things to try to discover more about God. And then we'll have the peace and sit down and be still. And that's the opposite. Yeah. It's be still and know that he is God. And by being still, by knowing who he is, the truth will set us free. He is the truth, and the truth will set us free. It doesn't necessarily mean that crawling phase is going to end sooner, but you'll be so filled with truth that you'll have the endurance yes. to stay the course and keep going. Yes. It really it's, it comes back to that whole thing of the mindset change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. mindset change. Yeah. I mean, David would not have lasted the decades that he did right. crawling if he did not be still and know who God is and trust in that His despite faith, the circumstances. Again, faith was so great. Yeah. No matter how many times he messed up, no matter how many times he had to suffer, he never turned his back on God. He knew that his, it was his faith in God mm-hmm. that kept him yeah. going always. Yeah. And the, another thing is just to like gather people around you who can pray for you and support mm-hmm. you and cover you in prayer, you mm-hmm. know, during a crawling time is so vital just to know that those people are there and then feast. I mean, feast on God's word and just use it as an offensive weapon as much as possible. You know, when we do our practical applications, sometimes it can sound like we're trying to tell you things to do. But the practical applications are really to help you change your mindset. Mm -hmm. It's not about actions, right? It's not about doing the calling. It's about really becoming the character. And most of our practical applications are not like, go do something (laughs) for somebody. It's be still still. and read the word. That's right. Like, really, that's what the practical applications Yeah. Change the mindset. Yeah. Yeah, we're very consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what will next week's be? Oh, I think it might be pray. I think it might be pray. (laughs) Maybe read the word. I don't know. Get a verse. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm so glad that we're able to do this, uh, you know, this podcast on on crawling because I think it's so important for Mm -hmm. our listeners. It's been important for me in my life. I know it's been important for both of you. And I'm so excited that we get to share your content with you know, everyone. I just just want to reiterate, like, you're just not alone. Right. You're Mm. so not alone. You're so not alone. And like, I could get all emotional about the fact that like, I've, we all have been through crawling and we will go through crawling again. And the more that we can just say to somebody, I'm going through a crawling season and have a friend say, I got it. You don't need to tell me any details. I know Mm -hmm. exactly where you're at. I'm praying for you. Like it, it gets me emotional because We've all been there. We will continue to be there. And we just need to love each other through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. You want to pray for us? Sure. Father God, Lord, just again, I want to thank you so much for the truth that you bring to us and how much freedom we get to experience in that truth. Lord, I pray that the lives of the women and if there are men that are listening to our podcast, that their uh, ears again would just be open to your truth. Um, we know that there are people in a crawling phase right now that are hurting and feel alone and feel in despair, tapped, empty, 
they're just feeling so many different words. They don't even know how to crawl out of that pit. Lord, if you could just give them vision and give them peace that passes all understanding, renew their faith in you, um, allow them to realize that their faith in you is what's going to bring them through that crawling phase, that even the greatest people in the Bible that you gave us stories about, people like David who had a, a heart after you, they wanted to, he wanted to know your heart. He wanted to get as close to you as possible, still had to go through transformation and crawling was a part of that phase um, or was a phase in that that process lord i just pray that you will give hope to our listeners and um just want to praise the word that you've given to monica and that she could bring it to us um and make it as applicable as she's been able to do lord bring us all back together again next week be with all of our listeners and be with our families and in your name we pray lord amen Thank you for listening to the Beecast. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Be Still Be Free. And of course, check out our website, www.bestillbefree.com.